welcome to Warped. We're a podcast. Tonight, yeah. Tonight, strong, we're strong. going to wa- enter a time warp and get to spend extra quality time with Guinan and Tasha Yar. Let's get warped. I'm Aaron. I'm Sean. My name is Matt. I'm Jake. I'm Minwin. Not my. You took us off on a new direction, Aaron. I like it. Boldly go where Warped hasn't been like before the, with their intro. Every time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like about the, the episode. I like the impromptu way it is every time. Like yeah. it's a little bit different every time. I like it. Yep. So we're watching. What are we watching no, today, Aaron? We're watching yesterday's Enterprise. Yeah, let's see. You guys were really talking this one up this last time, so yeah, forty-five minutes and fifty seconds on the clock, and I'm punching the triangle in three, two, one, punch. I'm expecting a lot this week. Well, you know it's going to be great if Guinan shows up on the outset. Come on. True, we get Guinan right off the bat. We get a lot of Guinan FaceTime. There's Dining a very giving. special uh, guest in this episode, you guys. Do you know who it is? I do. Yes. Aaron said Tasha Yar. We, yeah. <laughs> no, you yes. missed my. You missed the joke. Their special guest is. It's me, Marty. Oh. <laughs> it's me, Marty. <laughs> what? Is that the one you want meant to push? Yeah. Mario's <laughs> okay. special it guest. It's funny if if it had worked the way it was supposed to, it would have been funny. Okay, I believe you. I think you have it a little far from the mic. Normally, it's a little too close, but now it's yeah, too said far. It's too loud, so I was yeah, trying not yeah. to hear oh, it. I know. You got to find that balance. He's drinking prune juice right now. Worf is drinking prune juice. And he loves it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's he calls a it a warrior's drink. Yeah, it is. Because <laughs> you have to battle with your insides afterwards. You're moving like a warrior. Oh. She's trying wait, to wait, wait, wait. That he could date, that he could date a human girl, and he's like, I would break them in half. <laughs> and she's like, I know a few that would think you're tame. Yep. Yeah. Was that really the conversation? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Oh, wow. They're really getting personal now. Yes. Last week we did talk up this episode that it's a very, it's one of the, it gets put in like top fives all the time. Yes. This is an excellent episode. <laughs> Agree. And Aaron, yeah, you said you Tasha Yar was on this like episode? It? I did. I watched two episodes of Star Trek today independently. So we must be in a time warp. <laughs> We're in some kind of alternate timeline. Yeah. <laughs> Where you you're seen voluntarily yeah. watching Star Trek on your own time. It's great, though. It was... I, give it a... I give it a nine, Sean. All right. Already calling it, huh? Yeah, I'm calling it. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, Uh-oh, there that. she is. Yeah. Wow, she's looking good. At Very first fresh. I was like, did they just use flashback stuff to make this? But she came on and did a whole, yeah, and see Guinan's outfit's different. And she's like, something's wrong here. <laughs> yeah, something's Guinan. gone wrong. She's like, I'm not as drunk as I was a second ago. Yeah. That's not is she cool. the only one that notices? Yep. She is. Because she's yeah. got, you know, weird Special powers. powers. So this isn't right. She's got the wisdom. She's so got the power of the wisdoms. Another Enterprise has shown up. This is the old Enterprise C is, men. Is Min the only person who didn't watch this? <laughs> I did not watch it. Probably, okay. yeah. Sounds like it. Oh. So we'll be, we'll be. So you're the only person that we're going to need to explain what's yes, happening. Yes, please. Here. 
it's a lonely boat for me today. Nice. These outfits look cut differently, other than the uh, the, the the silver bands that they're wearing strapped around. They're they're all, they are. They yeah. have a high collar. The yeah, the collars are. Their outfits don't That's have. what it is. They made all of these changes. Well, yeah. Sean, do your thing, and then we'll talk. About Yesterday's you. Enterprise, uh, Season 3, Episode 15, original air date February 17th, 1990. The Enterprise C enters the Enterprise D's time and space continuum, where they find Picard and crew in a constant state of war with the Klingons, and only Guinan knows it. Aaron, you said nine. Hell yeah. Hey, what did you think? Seven, seven. Seven, seven. Oh, not that That's good. on the high end for me. Uh, Min win? Eight. How about an eight? I'll go 9.3. Ooh, pushing it. I'm going to go 8.7. 9.2. Ooh, there you go. Aaron got it. That's right. She felt it. I, I think it. it's I think it deserves a nine point two, but I I went down because I thought the you know yeah people yeah. on Sometimes IMDb the popular ones they get rated down because people are like it's not as good as people say it is yeah I was mis I was feature I was trying to anticipate the internet's terrible behavior right you shouldn't do that I so just leads you astray. At the 50th anniversary Star Trek convention in Las Vegas in August of 2016, fans voted this the fifth best episode of the Star Trek franchise, not just Next Generation of all Star Trek. If I was gonna give, if I was gonna give my real score, not try and guess what the internet did, I would have said ten. I think this Ooh. is a kind of a perfect episode. It's a yeah. great episode. I was tired and I I stayed up the entire time. Right. Wow. That's high praise. Mm-hmm. So, man, to answer your question, they made they've made all of these changes so that you know you're in a different timeline, right? Yeah. So, the ship looks different, the uniforms are different. Mm -hmm. the, even you can't hear it because we're not listening to the sound, but the the sound of the ship is different. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. The other really... thing about this episode that I found was this is Quentin Tarantino's favorite episode. <laughs> and basically, if he ever gets to make his Star Trek movie, it'll basically be the storyline. He's never going to do that. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to. So the point is, not... they really thought through all of these little details so that wow. you would notice. So that you would believe that it was this different timeline that they. I had. definitely noticed the lighting. I didn't notice that their outfits were different. Yeah, see the how high the collar is yeah, on his now, neck. Now I'm picking up on it. It's cool. Well, and the bridge is different too. They don't the have the three seats. Different. It's only the one captain's chair, like the old I, Enterprise. Oh, it, it I see. Riker is standing because it's now they're now at war. Yeah. They're not a peace driving vehicle now. They're a a, a war. A, there's no kids on board. They make a comment about there being no children on board. Mm, military vessel. It's a military vessel. Uh, are their personalities the same? Pretty much. Yes, except they're mm. at war. So sure, and they like, deal Picard with that is, reality. Picard is back to his old, like, early season one badass persona. Like, he's yeah. a lot. This version of Picard is a lot more, like, uncuddly than yeah. the card we get now because they've been at, they've been fighting this war for years and years and mm -hmm. so like he doesn't call Riker uh by number his one. name well, or number one he calls yeah. him commander like mm -hmm. just like there's just little details to show how everything is different mm -hmm. and Riker is a lot more of a he's he's really gung-ho about fighting yeah yeah interesting cool 
And, and he calls obviously. it his. Mil- he doesn't call it his his like captain's log. He calls it his like military log or combat log or something like that mm-hmm. when he's doing his little voiceovers. They thought so, of everything. <laughs> so if there's Enterprise really D and D, how how far out do, do the uh, Enterprise numbers go? Or the, uh, not the the letters, the um, you know Enterprise C, Enterprise D. Yeah, yeah. Go well, past there's, E. There's an E. Mm-hmm. That we'll see someday when we get to the next generation movies. That's as far as they've gone, I think, with the Enterprises. Yeah, officially, I think that's all that they've done on TV and movies, anyways. Oh man, look at this uh, set design here. It's uh, it's almost movie quality. Yeah, they went you know, they went out for this episode. Stan and I watched this episode uh, last night, even though both of us have seen it a hundred times, and we both were like, you know, this could have been a movie. Like uh-huh. they could have stretched this plot out if they had wanted to, sure. and turned this idea into a full movie. I'm telling you, know? that's what Quentin Tarantino's going to do. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to say fuck a lot, so it gets. I find that whole I find that whole thing super irritating. Like he's just not ever going to do that. Like it's nonsense. Yeah, I mean, he's sort of the opposite of the Star Trek brand, right? If you ever Not wanted a, to... They would be stupid to let him. <laughs> like, it would be terrible because it, he's not right for Star Trek, but mm. they would do it anyway because he's Quentin Tarantino. But if they, if they really thought about it, what they should say is, you do not meet, match up with us. Like, yeah, yeah. no thanks. If you ever wanted a three and a half hour Star Trek movie, that's how you could get one. Right. <laughs> That's not going to be a short experience. Uh, isn't there something to be said for like the, the drama or the controversy that that could, could draw and the attention that that could bring yeah, to I mean, Star? Everybody would go see it. Cause, it would uh, be a financial decision. Yeah. It would not necessarily be the most artistic decision one could It make. would ruin Star Trek but forever, yeah. but it would oh. make a oh, time because right. everybody would go see it. So here's oh, the, that... one of the guest stars. Do you recognize him, Min? Oh, uh... Min's not going to no. Are you kidding oh, me? Well, no. <laughs> I was gonna say, is that James Kirk? No, that's not James Kirk. It is not guy. James Kirk. He's a that guy. He, he is maybe he is maybe the that guy. That's like, true. I looked at his IMDB page today because I was curious, and he's yeah. got a list of credits that it's like hundreds of entries. Yeah. Because yeah, he's yeah. just been on like every single TV show and a million a shit ton of movies. Yeah, he's always in the background. Would you say movies. Shooter McGavin is his most popular? Oh, man, that's what I was quoting. Is he's that most... what most people think him from? I've never even heard of that movie. I think May no, thought no, of somebody, no, no. something that's different. That's his character oh, in Happy Man. Ma- uh, what's it called? <laughs> I missed that. I fucked up the name. Uh, Happy, Happy Gilmore. Gilmore. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. He's the bad guy in Happy Shooter Gilmore. Shooter McGavin, yeah. To me, he's... Daryl from Thelma and Louise, and yeah. Goose from Grease 2. Yeah, Goose. That's where he is for me. <laughs> you know, Sean, Grease 2, speaking of, was on Turner Classic Movies last night. Oh, yeah? <laughs> so, because on Friday, wow. on Friday nights, they, yeah, on Friday nights, Turner Classic Movies does this, like, Turner Underground thing where they play kind of like movies that you wouldn't expect to be on Turner Classic Movies. Like Grease so too. last night they showed, uh, they were showing Grease 2. And I was telling Stan all about how you're the number one Grease 2 defender in the world. <laughs> I, I will. I will defend that movie. I said, if you ever want to talk to Sean for about an hour, ask him about Grease 2. Oh, <laughs> maybe we were talking about it too. May had a pretty interesting take on Grease 2. I did? Yeah. Let's hear it. Let's do oh, it. It's um it's the better movie story wise 
but the other one had better numbers overall. Uh-huh. But, uh, I think I think the highs of Greece two are better than the highs of Greece, but Greece two has lower lows, mm, more extreme than <laughs> Greece mm. does. I don't. I uh, I I I would go. <laughs> so Greece two is bipolar. You're saying? <laughs> I, I reject all of these. <laughs> I mean, I guess I kind of can see where May's coming for, where it doesn't. Because it doesn't have where May's coming from. Because it doesn't have the she has to change to make him happy thing at the end. Right. But I think that is blown way out of proportion. I mean, does anybody really believe that's gonna stick? She's gonna go. She's gonna go back to being her normal right. self, and he'll be the one who changes. Yeah. It's I always the guy day, who changes. He changes too. I mean, he's got the Letterman sweater on at yeah, the end. He tries. Like, yeah. He definitely tries to change for her. I think he he was more likely to ch- be the one who changes more yeah, over in the, the end. Oh, yeah. But anyway, I, yeah. I I get the point that the that the message is better in Greece too. I just think uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's great, but uh, she's not as good as Olivia Newton-John is in the mm-hmm. first one. And sure. and what's his face I is a real was... step down from I John John. John <laughs> And Adrian Zamed yeah. is you don't a even remember big his step name. down from Jeff Conway. Right. And there's no Maxwell Caulfield. No, Thank you. There's no there's no Stockard Channing. I mean, it's just not as good in pretty much every way you could point to. But whatever. Fine. <laughs> but Grease except for audience has, enjoyment. Grease 2 has four songs that are all about sex that use four different metaphors to to talk about sex. I don't and know. Also, into that. also, there's a song in that movie where the guy tries to basically trick yeah, the girl the into having sex song. with him by telling him by telling her that nuclear war has broken out. They're hiding in a oh. bomb shelter. That's not a great message. Like, if we want to talk about bad messages. It's not a great message, no. <laughs> it's a funny song, though. It is a funny song. Anyway, let's talk about yesterday's Enterprise. Yeah, right? Yeah. This woman is uh, delivering a performance here. So, yeah, Christopher McDonald is that guy's name. He's been in a million, million, million. You see a better shot of him, I think you'll recognize him. TV that shows and movies. Shot saw with him being flashlight in his face. He cleans up and starts hanging out with Tasha. Do uh, Data and Tasha have exchanged any looks? Oh, they're at war, dude. Come on. I mean, you can still smash during war. Natasha's all up in Christopher McDonald. Donald. Oh. Well, and I think think that they've, you know, it's a different timeline. So that probably may maybe never happen. So, men, do you you need a plot update or are you cool Uh, with what's happening? She's from the future. No, no, she's from from the past. Oh, she's from the past. She came to the future 22 years. Yes. But she's from Notice. a different timeline, or just the, their same timeline, but same their, their shared past. Oh, Notice she's wearing the movie era uniforms. Oh, I had. They've not got the old that. Kirk era movie uniforms that they yeah, wear. Noticed. That's like it's the past. Oh, I noticed the uh, the the communicator chip that she has is different. <clears throat> Which means they wore those uniforms for a long ass time, right? Because this is they a, were that wearing them in movie era. This yeah. is like eighty years later, so that means for like fifty of those years, they wore those maroon outfits. Yep, those were a popular design choice in the future. <laughs> 
that makes me wonder, do they have more than one of those suits in the in the lore of the world or they just wear the same suit every day and it cleans itself? I do think they have we like talked a about this before and I think what we decided was that the replicator that makes, you know, Picard's tea or whatever yeah. could just make you a fresh uniform, uniform every day. So you probably just throw the old one into the replicator and it disassembles it into its, you know, constituent atoms and then recombines it minus the dirt, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they don't go to sleep. They've never actually shown that. Like, we're just speculating, but, you know, that seems like they use that that for everything else. Why wouldn't they? Why have a dry cleaner on board when you can, you know, just use the replicator? Sure, yeah. They they show a uniform replicator on Discovery. Oh really? Yeah. Do they? Yeah, they do. Oh, I forgot about that. Michael Burnham makes her own uniform when she like joins the crew of that a new ship. Oh. Oh yeah. Okay. I do kind of remember that moment now. That's way early, right? That's pretty yeah. early in the show. Yeah. I do kind of remember that. So there. Yeah, so there you go, man. They replicate yeah. them. Okay. Nice. Confirmed. Confirmed. Cannon. Cannon. It's cannon, you guys. Cannon now. This guy looks like he could have played uh, uh, the, one of the Stark uh, kids. Like the, um, who's that, uh, not John Stark, you know. Like Game of Thrones? Yeah, Game of Thrones. When you see, okay, you confused me for a second because I was thinking about Tony Stark. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, like the one of the Stark kids. Like, yeah. Who? Okay, so you're talking about Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones. I don't agree with you, but okay. Okay. We'll we'll look when we see him again. I like that they have the blue uh, sky. He's very good at playing rough and rugged, like high status, like douchebag type characters. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And sort of white collar criminals. I feel like he plays a lot. You know, sort of waspy bad guys is sort Mm. of his. His stock and trade, although he's not a bad guy in this episode. He's a, yeah. he's very he's a sweetie in this yeah, episode. He's a good guy in this one. I love this performance. I think he's actually terrific in this episode. They uh they, they didn't want to establish they have to, they have a lot they have to get this whole relationship built and believable in you know thirty minutes so yeah. that it pays off at the end. And the fact that they managed to do that, I think, is really a testament to him. And, he, you know, he's got good chemistry with with old Denise Crosby. Mm-hmm. Aaron, were you surprised to see Denise Crosby again? Yeah. And initially I thought, oh, because I thought she left on like kind of sour terms. Sour terms. I thought, oh, they must be using like clips from old episodes to do this. And then she was sticking around. I was like, oh, no, they got her back. Yeah. So I oh. guess they, it, despite the fact that I think... I was reading up a little bit on it today, and I think that everyone kind of felt bad all around about the way she left mm. the show, like including her. Like she kind of regretted <laughs> it after she did it, and yeah. so they had been talking about br- trying to find a way to bring her back, uh, even just for you know one episode. Yeah. So, so even though I guess he, they there may have been some bad feelings at the time, like everybody got over it pretty quick and realized that they wanted to bring her back. And it is, it's such a fun idea, right? It's such a great idea for an episode. I love the look on Guinan's face when she crossed paths with her. (laughs) This is an extremely famous, um, uh, sort of gifable meme kind of moment when he goes, not good enough. Damn it. Not good enough. (laughs) Yeah. 
He's like, I'm following your gut instinct right now. And I, I love, we talk about this all the time, but I love that they keep Guinan mysterious. She doesn't have any proof. It's all, she's just telling him, you have to trust me. I can't prove it, but I just I have my weird witchy powers and you have to, you have to trust me. And he does. I love their, I think they are both terrific in this episode. Aaron, did you like watching the two of them? Have these Definitely. arguments. And with I'm each just other. so pleased to have more time with her. She's always great in her episodes, but it's usually like you know limited. So right, is, she's in one like, scene. This yeah. is the most time on screen I think she's had. Oh, um, for this is easy. Definitely. This has got to be the biggest yeah. part she's had in an episode so far. It yeah. might be the biggest part she has in any episode. Period. Yeah, yeah there's a few more Guinan-y episodes later that on. That are more Guinan-y, but... that are just as Guinan-y as this. Yeah, more well, or less. But this, I mean, this has a lot of meat to it right now. Yeah, yeah it's oh, yeah, yeah, classic. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a classic Star, Star Trek moral dilemma, right? Mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. the right thing to do? Right. Do we sink this ship back into the past? Yeah. Where they're going what? to die. Oh, just that it's not an easy one to pick apart. They have to do a lot of slicing and dicing of like, okay, this is maybe okay this isn't and then you know spoiler alert when tasha goes back like is that really okay you know it's like they kind of have to like some of it has to just be like maybe this will be fine i don't know a lot of it is on just hoping for the best yeah this is a pretty classic uh great shot that they had science oh i gotta stop for a second because <laughs> look at this this moment yeah. with the two of them is so Cause good matter because they don't they don't overlap so she's like wait what right so but she's denise crosby, <laughs> denise crosby left the show before whippy goldberg joined the cast right. so these two characters have never met in the proper timeline and right. But but Tasha knows Guinan because she's been living in this alternate timeline right. this whole time. So later on, they have a really good scene where she says, we shouldn't even know each other because in the timeline of the show, they never met. Man, the hair is so good all around. I'm uh, big ups to the <laughs> hair department. I, I think Denise Crosby looks great mm-hmm. and way better than she looked before in season one like yeah. partly because they just everybody looks better like the makeup mm-hmm. and the lighting is a lot better from yeah, season the one. quality of the image and she just looks i think a lot cooler than mm-hmm. she looked back on the old in the yeah. first season one yeah doesn't she, she look great she looks she great. could be in mass effect edge to her she's got those really nice sculpted lines yeah she looks great i don't know the the lipstick i think it's a little much but you know are they having a moment here are they sharing yeah. this, they're getting close yes they are falling a little, bit. A little flirt flirt oh. flirty yeah. flirt they're dropping their titles also i thought that was joe piscopo <laughs> <laughs> joe piscopo now he's the comedian <laughs> on the holodeck we already saw joe piscopo i know it's like they brought him back to do another know, different role what's funny is i was going to be like how could you mistake that? But then in my mind, I actually imagine Joe Pesci, not Joe Pisco. Okay, let's move on before we really sink down a hole. <laughs> Min, did you notice that the backdrop at 10 Forward was different? Like, it didn't uh, have the usual backdrop that behind no. Guinan. It had a big old, it had a big old NCC. logo. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah that's right. Mm. It's just another one of these little things that they changed. Mm-hmm. 
Picard's office, you know, where he usually has his his Shakespeare book and his painting of the Enterprise and his fish tank and all that stuff. They took all that stuff out, so his office just has like military type stuff. Yeah, in you it. wouldn't have a fish tank in wartime. That would be. Oh, maybe you have a beta fish. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Did we miss the moment where Whoopi says there should be children on this ship and Picard's yep. like, have you yep, lost yep. your fucking mind? <laughs> that was a few scenes back. Okay, yeah. that was their first confrontation. They have more than one confrontation in this episode, so I don't remember exactly which bits happen when. Uh, but I like him just going, children, you've lost your mind because Picard famously hates children and doesn't think they should be on the Enterprise. So this is the one part of the alternate timeline that in Picard's opinion would be better than the Earth, than the, the normal timeline. He'd be like, there's no children on this ship? Excellent. Sorry. I just went on a little run there. My no, it was mind. good, though. It was it, good. It was necessary. I have a lot of feelings about this episode. I don't know if you guys can tell, but uh, yeah. I really I really love this episode. It would easily be in my top five of all Me time. Me too, so far. I'm sure the whole crew must I have like had a great the, time. It must have been a know? lot of fun to make because they mm-hmm. get to do all this fun stuff they don't normally they get tweak to tweak it, right? They they have belts that have like the Weapons. Starfleet logo on them and their phasers. Well, they they all even even uh, yeah. even Beverly has one. This has a sidearm. Oh, they all wear sidearms because it's wartime. I did think it was weird Wesley's in this episode, but I guess technically he's officially on the crew now. So I know. I guess. Well, he's in. He wears the uh, he wears the uh, the the ensign the red. Uh, yeah. In this, what I was kind of thinking was that if they're at war, maybe they like drafted him, but you know, let him join Starfleet. I think the whole point is that, like, maybe he was through Starfleet and was on as an ensign, right? Yeah, they they rushed him through. Yeah, they need to be. You were asking about um, Tasha and Data. This is the this is kind of the the scene that they get together, and it's nice that they gave them a scene together because Mm -hmm. they had you know, they had such. Uh, history a and moment. chemistry yeah. with each other back yeah. on, in the early seasons. So it's nice that they gave those two a scene together, It, but it's not like a flirty, flirty scene. It's more like she's asking him for advice about what to do because mm. she's starting to fall for this guy. And Picard has decided to take Guinan's advice and send these people back into the past, even though he knows that that will inevitably result in them dying. Yeah. Uh, because they're horribly... They're horribly overmatched in the fight that they've come from in the past. So there's like literally no way for them to win this fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're going anyway because Guinan has told him they have to go back in time and die to set the timeline. It's because... a pretty classic sci-fi story. Like, yeah. Lots, yeah. Of shows, lots of shows do this kind of like alternate universe, alternate timeline, dystopia yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of episode that has to be fixed by the end of the episode. And then, of course, the punchline is that none of them remember it because to them it never happened. Mm-hmm. But we remember it. Right. Mm. Or do we? Or do we? <laughs> well, we'll see. Sean should. He's got that sort of uh, claptrap mind. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Sean. And then, you, so what Picard is saying to her here, Min, is... Look, I know you guys would I know you guys 
we talked about that it would be useful to have you guys stay because we need all the ships we can get. But then Picard tells her, actually, we don't need one more ship because we're losing the war. And Starfleet, no one knows this yet, but Starfleet's planning on surrendering to the Klingons. So whether we have you here or not isn't going to make a difference in the pre- in our time, but it could make a difference back in the past. Yeah, and she's like, "Okay, you convince me, I'll go." Well, that, that makes it a little neat, doesn't it? Because like the the there's really no other choice. The I I, I sort of feel like if they hadn't said that, that it would be more of a more of a sacrifice here, more of a, a um, if it was a hard bargain, yeah, harder I think, decision. Mm-hmm. I, how I mean, I think the fact I think it's hard because he knows they're going to die. Like sure. that's the. That's more important than whether we have this ship in the future mm. or not. Like, mm. it's more about the people and sure, sending them to their, to their certain doom. Yeah, that's the moral dilemma. Yes, yeah, to deal. That with. makes sense. Mm. I like the scene. It was a few scenes ago, but where he's telling the gang in his office that he's going to do Guinan's thing, and they're all like. They start to object, and he's like, um, "This is not a democracy. I, um, I'm just, yeah. I'm telling you what my decision is. I'm not asking. That, I'm informing." Yeah, he's like, "I'm," and that's another thing to kind of show you the difference is that in our normal timeline, Picard is like, he likes hearing everyone's opinions, and they always yeah. they sit around the conference table and they talk about what the right thing to do is because that's their their vibe. But in this war future, Picard's like, uh-uh, I'm not asking you your opinion. I'm telling you I'm doing Guinan's thing, <laughs> and if you don't like it, you can shove. So I, <laughs> I like that scene because it shows how different Picard is as a manager. Yeah. And Tasha Yar goes back with this ship. Interesting. I think you guys had mentioned it earlier, but... Uh, yeah, I... Aaron spoiled it for you, but that's okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did say spoiler alert before yeah. I said it. Is, it is a 30-year-old episode yeah. of television. Men's had time. If he really cared, he'd have seen it by now. Yeah, sure, sure. I don't feel too bad for oh. you getting... Damn. Oh. Man, they gouged her hard. Oh, wow. What a way to go. It's actually Guinan who helps Tasha kind of decide to go. It is. And it's really it's really neat that it is yeah. that it's Guinan because those two like, you know, had never worked together. So, it was cool that they got to have those scenes together. Mhm. They had never gotten to do that before. Her, uh, the captain's death sort of puts a, a wrinkle in uh, in things here, doesn't it? Well, it puts a wrinkle like... in things, but that's what he's saying. He's saying, mm-hmm. "I'll I'll take over as captain of the other ship, yeah. and I'll go and I'll carry out the mission." But the problem is that the other ship, the Enterprise C, is fucked up, man. Like everybody's <laughs> almost everybody's dead. That nothing uh, works. Uh... So. They're they're really at a disadvantage, right? Going back into this fight that they're about to go back into. Yeah. So he doesn't have like the crew even that he needs. He, he, mm. The ship is a mess, but he also doesn't have the people he needs to really do this. But he's like, I'm going to do it anyway because that's what uh, that's what my captain would do. Yeah. Yeah. Sean, who played the captain? Who played Captain Garrett? Don't fucking Did know. Did I surprise you with that question? <laughs> so 
Sorry. No, uh, uh, is that Trisha O'Neill? Is it the first female starship captain we've seen? I think so. Uh, it might be. I don't. Yeah, I can't think it of could, another. It couldn't possibly be. No, I don't. Oh I don't no, there's that. at least one. Okay, there's one in Star Trek Four that her ship gets its uh, energy sucked out by the whale. Okay, per- well there you go. Beginning of the movie. I remember there's the one in uh, Conspiracy when the captains all meet to talk about what's going on in command. Oh, one of them is a woman. Uh, right? One of those. It's a Vulcan female, I think, right? I think that may be right, yeah. yeah. Uh, wow, they, had just, uh, they just had a really nice kiss there. Yeah. Mm. So Do here's think- the scene where Guinan has to explain to her yeah. that she in, the, a, in the other line, you're dead. And she does not hold back on it, man. She's like, look, your death was was empty. Yeah, that's <laughs> what? an empty death. I've never quite heard it in those terms before. Wow. I love this scene. I think they're both terrific in it. I think that uh, Whoopi is like laying some truth down on poor Tasha. And when she tells her that her life was mean or that her death was meaningless, I think yeah. that's like that's the thing yeah. that makes Tasha decide that's to what I was, yeah, exactly oh she's like the oracle that pushes Neo along hmm. so at least she can have a death with purpose if she goes back with this crew to the fight the fight fight the good fight yeah cause Tasha's whole deal is that you know she Starfleet kind of rescued her from kind of a messed up like childhood that she had that's right so she's you know always- the rape gangs. The gangs. The rape gang. I wasn't going to say yeah. it, but yes, that's right. <laughs> so she, you know, telling her that she died yeah. a meaningless death is like, that's a real gut punch for poor Tasha. How did she die again? I kind of forgot what happened there. A big the oil slime monster, monster well, came out of the water. Yeah. Okay, that's what I had in my mind, but I was like, am I remembering that right? I don't trust mm. my own judgment on some of these. The sludgy no, oil it was monster. A big, it was the metal you just pull in the printer's ink. That's mm-hmm. the one. That's the one. Yeah, exactly. that is. Which I think it's kind of uh, harsh to call that a death without purpose, but. Well, I mean, yeah, we we learned that that alien was not to be effed with. Yeah, they they then learned that it'll kill you. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, Doctor. let's not do that again. <laughs> Sasha, you saved us all. Yeah. Well, but then they can. She, she and uh, the lieutenant can also have a um, last hurrah, right? They can go Start off into the sunset out together. While they're getting blown up by the Romulans, uh, they're not really going to have time for that because it's well, all I, about what. I, I I think they'll probably find some time, <laughs> right? I mean, oh, yeah. the person it you just kissed world. to say goodbye, and you're like, "Oh, I'll never see you again. I'm going to go die," and then she decides to join you. I'm going to find a minute somewhere to be like, what's going on, girl? <laughs> We're going to die, but it's good to have you. You know, I would just express some sort of appreciation. Ron Moore, who was one of the, wrote this episode, was one of the writers on this episode, says, this is a quote from him. Uh, we brought Denise back to kill off Tasha a second time. It was a great <laughs> opportunity to send the character off in a big heroic sacrifice because no, nobody was really happy with the way she left in the sure. first season. Yeah. So yesterday's Enterprise was a chance to kill her right. That makes sense. How nice. Like you didn't do that on uh, Grey's Anatomy with Alex Karev. She's a very, she's very good in this scene. I like her a lot in this. This is the best episode of her 
like care of her all of all time, yeah. right, Sean? Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's so much more interesting. She is interesting and compelling in this episode in a way she never was back Correct. in the first yeah. season. Maybe partly because I'm sure mostly because the writing wasn't as good in that first season as it is yeah, now. But focusing on her it, too. This episode makes me miss her, you know, in a way that the first season does not. Like, yeah, it makes me wish she had they had been able to figure out a way to keep her around. Yeah, just keep getting in that wormhole. <laughs> this is the last episode okay. that has all nine of the original cast members because mm -hmm. Tasha and Wesley are both in it and that combination never happens again where all nine of them are in the same episode. Trivia! <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Has somebody been reading Memory Alpha, the Star Trek themed wiki page that has... Uh, Sean, you need to get away from IMDB trivia, by I the way. I need to go over there. Memory Alpha is where it's Much at. Better. Yeah, okay. These, these nerds have every detail about the making of this episode. It's great. It makes me so happy. Yeah. Memory Alpha is the best. It has every. It has a whole section on the changes they made in this episode between the normal timeline, like, and all the things they did to the sets, all the things they did to the costumes, all the things we were talking about earlier. There's just like a list of like forty things that they changed. I love Star Trek nerds, man. They. <laughs> They are the OG obsessive nerd fandom. Like, yeah, there's nothing like Star Trek fans. They are thorough. They've been doing this shit for 50 years, some of them. Yeah. All right, back into the energized cloud, guys. Time yep. to go. Well, I mean, feels like it's uh, get to be the that goodbye that uh, Tasha Yar and that lieutenant keep uh, keep saying to one another. This is another very giffy, gifified moment. This little bit where he says, let's remember, let's make sure they remember the name Enterprise. I've seen, I see that a lot. Do you remember how back in like the uh, late 90s, early 2000s, if you had a computer, you could program all of the different sounds that it would make. So like you, what your, what your startup sound was going to be, what were your shutdown sound? Sure, yeah. Be, right? you like you could customize. Yeah, you can still do that. Yeah, it's just nobody I does was, anymore. I was right? on this all it was a novelty at the time. I don't think mm -hmm. anybody probably is still doing it. It's like that. ringtones. Yeah. Right. It's just like the, exactly. the specialized wallpapers and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Line testers. Yeah. yeah so so I had, you know how it would make a sound if you did something you weren't supposed to do? Like the, like the, you've made a mistake sound. Yeah. No. My, mine when I did that on my computer was, not good enough, damn it. Not good enough. <laughs> 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 so that gives you a hint of where, <laughs> where your head was at. Really. <laughs> Fucking nerd. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was so funny. It delighted me. I would do things wrong on purpose just to make it do the sound. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys wonder why I like soundboards now. Like it uh, all goes back to Star Trek. Uh, it all makes sense now. I'm waiting for your life, whole life, to just be a soundboard. You can just uh, uh, give us. We're you getting know, there pretty soon, you know. Clips. Mm -hmm. If I spend any more time on Twitter, I will cease to exist and it will just, become, <laughs> uh, just become an account, an online account. <laughs> How's the uh, Twitterverse holding up? Uh, are they are are things um, sane? Fine, there? you know. It's the yeah. Star Trek. The Star Trek people are all cool. I, okay. 
I just try not to read any of the anything having to do with anything else. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some uh, some some hard fighting. Yeah, they're going out. Yeah, it's a pretty. It's a big action sequence for this show. You know, they don't usually do too much of this because they didn't have the budget. Uh, yeah. So it's rare to get sort of a big actiony sequence like this and it feels like they're uh these these ship explosions have more uh more shake to them like jj abrams is just right around the corner like he's whispering in their ear yeah hmm. yeah before like in the old uh, original series it would just be like they would move around a bit but now they're really amping up the the like explosions you can go on youtube and watch behind the scenes footage of them <laughs> doing that <laughs> without the camera shake. Right, because yeah. without the camera shake, it's just a bunch of actors going, whoa, whoa. So uh, it's pretty funny. Mm. They really are taking their time getting in this energized cloud. Well, they yeah. only have so much speed. They're, oh. it's, they're all messed up. They can't fly very fast. Oh, I see. Oh, Riker, no. Oh, Riker bites oh. Oh, no. Drink, everybody. Drink. Drink. Record died. We forgot to drink when the captain died. (laughs) Double drinks. Drink again. (laughs) Drink with captain. Look at Picard jump over that railing. What a And that was him. It wasn't a double. No, that was him, man. That was all John. That was all P.S. He's reliving his days in the Stargazer. That was Sir Pat Stew. Oh, are are they just going to blow it up? What the heck? Oh. I see. The first ship will go through, and then it all is good. I was just trying to get them by them go. the time they needed. See, look. Look. Is back. Mm. Feeling good from the prune juice. Changeover. It's a changeover. Change. And, of course, Worf wasn't in the alternate timeline because the Klingons were the baddies. Exactly. Uh-huh. Memory Alpha said, and Troy wasn't on there because you don't have a counselor on a warship, apparently, right? So Troy wasn't in the alternate universe right, at all. Right, right. Apparently... Well, according to Memory Alpha, the original idea was to have Worf be the 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 guy on the, the one of the captains of the Klingon ships, right? Who are yeah, right that, yeah. in that scene at the end, um, to have Worf be the one who comes on screen and is like, "We demand you surrender" or whatever. But for whatever reason, they decided not to do that and just mm-hmm. had it be a generic Klingon bad guy. Trivia. You see what happens when I actually do research? I have to <laughs> You've got a little tidbits. Share with us. I love mm. at the end where she's like, Jordy, tell me about Tasha Yar. I thought that was mm. nice. Isn't it great? What a great, great ending, right? Yeah. Because well, she never knew about her. Right. Mm. But it just reminds you, and it just reminds you that, oh, Whoopi, Guinan probably remembers what happened, you know, but... The rest of them don't remember don't, that. Yeah. Well, that was uh, that was actually a really good episode, guys. Yeah, it is Top five, huh? one of the all-time best episodes for sure. Okay, very cool. We will We're also we will also get. Uh, there are some interesting repercussions from this episode that will oh, really that yes. will pop up in a in a in a little while in a couple seasons, I guess, season or two from now. <laughs> We have not seen the end of Denise Crosby. Uh, There's a teaser for you. The image for the next episode has popped up and it looks I know. It's ridiculous, right? Yeah. 
It's like a David Bowie grasshopper. L A L. Okay, let's let's <laughs> let's table this because I have yeah. a lot of thoughts about it. Okay. And I also, I swear to God, just as a teaser for next week, next week's episode is The Offspring. I watched it last night, and and as I was watching it, I was thinking to myself, Aaron is going to hate the way this thing looks before. <laughs> before it becomes a real girl like he Aaron is going to like remember how much you hated the like fish mouth people the butt mouth people <laughs> butt mouth people yes. butt mouth yeah it's distracting I was like Aaron is going to hate the way this thing looks yeah a face I... only an android father could love <laughs> <laughs> so we'll talk about that next week yeah on warp mm-hmm Aaron, do you want to tell the folks uh, how they can follow us online? <laughs> you ask that every Finish time. Does. What if I could? Well, why don't I? Why don't I just yeah. say that uh, you can follow us on iTunes, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can email us at warpthepodcast at gmail Follow us on Instagram at warpthepodcast or buy our merch at lunar underscore flare. We are on Twitter at warped trek. I am on Twitter at Host Warped. You can follow Min to learn about our Dungeons and Dragons and Call of Cthulhu live streams and podcasts at Wet Maynard. And most importantly, you can go to patreon.com slash warped, become a subscriber, and get access to additional material and bonus content. The bonus content this week was uh, some only some connect them alls. Connect them all ups. <laughs> connect them all ups. Uh, so if you want to listen to us play uh, an an illegal version of a British <laughs> game show. You can become a Patreon subscriber and we'll have that for you. You know you do. Aaron, back to you. Thanks for listening, everyone. Good night. I'm Aaron. I'm Sean. I'm Matt. I'm Jake. I'm Minwin. I'm I. Goodbye. Wow. This creature is disturbing. Yeah. He's seriously, I was sitting there oh watching it and I was like, oh no, like Aaron is going to hate this. Oh my God. <laughs> Ugh, yeah. All right. <laughs>